Do you have any more kids in the audience? Well, I still feel as a kid, so all right. We have our children's story for today. Um, our story is, uh, just to give you a little bit of a background, um, how many of you are from Chicago? Any raise your hands? Most of you are from Chicago. Chicago land is still considered in the suburbs, right? Well, our story takes place back in 1973 in Chicago. Now, just to give you a little bit of background of Chicago, I grew up in Chicago, and um, it has changed a lot, especially all these neighborhoods and how um, Chicago has actually grown into a very beautiful city. But back then, if you came to Chicago and you were an immigrant, how many know what an immigrant is? Okay, immigrant, somebody comes from another country and you're living here. But the harder part about being an immigrant is speaking the language, right? Like, I love Chicago because you can go anywhere and you can, you can speak Spanish and you can go to Little Village or you can go to Greek Town or you can go to Chinatown. And we're, Chicago is now a very big multicultural city. So that means that we have many people, many cultures living all together, right? So, but back 40 years ago, it was very hard. It was very hard even to, for people that did not understand English. So you understand English, right? Absolutely, you understand English. But what do you do if a family doesn't speak English? Well, our story takes place in a shopping center. And, you know, it's kind of hard when, you know, everyone knows what tortillas are, right? And frijoles and beans and, you know. But when you go shopping at your local supermarket, you know, like, for example, maybe Jewel back then, not now, uh, or AMP or Piggly Wiggly or Woodman's or whatever big name brand stores are. It's kind of hard to find what you're looking for. So our family is about a mom and his brother um, and a baby, and they had to go to a Latino grocery store to pick up what they need. Like I said, it wasn't easy to pick up well, the things that we get now, right? Like if you want to get basmati rice, you can get basmati rice everywhere, right? Or tortillas or chips or, or whatever ethnic food that you can think of, you can get it anywhere. But in this case, this family was shopping and as they would normally do, um, back then the carts were not as fancy as sophisticated. You know, like the shopping carts, you'd push it, it's all rusty and dirty and the wobbly wheel. Have, you, have anyone had the shopping cart with the wobbly wheel, right? Right, and you're pushing it, and you're trying to go left, and it goes right. And anyway, so the family was going down the aisle, and they would pick up, you know, their groceries and putting their beans and tortillas and lettuce and tomato. And all of a sudden, um, the mom actually puts the baby in the cart, and as their usual, they would go down each and every aisle, going through the whole store. But something funny happens, and something very strange happens. You know, as the mom turns away from the shopping cart and starts looking for, you know, what she needed on the shelf, the baby disappears. Now, what do you do if you're a mom and you're with your brother, right, and the baby disappears? And it just was a big chill going down, uh, going down their body, and I'm pretty sure mom started to panic, and she starts looking for her brother, James, the baby has disappeared. I don't know what to do. Now, granted, this is back 40 years ago. Not everyone spoke Spanish, and the mom did not know what to do. The uncle is all frantic because he's running around the store looking for his nephew. 
But unfortunately, there's no sign of baby. There's no sign of nephew. So what do you do? The mom could not move. She was instilled with fear. Has that ever happened to you where you can't move because you're so scared? Like you can't even move your feet? Well, it happened to, it happened to the poor mom. So the only thing that they could do is actually run out of the grocery store and start looking. But where do you look? Where do you start? Where do you go? Do you call the police? What are you going to tell the police if you don't speak English, right? Or who are you going to ask someone to see, have you seen a baby this, with this feature? In any event, the only thing that the uncle could do at this point was get into the car and drive around and start looking for the baby. But there was no sign of baby. Baby was gone. So it could be the baby was about one year old, so it's very hard for the baby to actually walk around. So our story tells us that the uncle got into the car, but then he heard this little voice, and he said, turn here. Now, I don't recommend this to any of you kids and to the adults either, but he had to turn into a one-way street. Okay, One-way one means traffic is going in the other direction. Okay, But he heard the voice, and he said, turn here. So the uncle takes the car, and he comes speeding down the street, until far in the distance, he notices that there's a child, a man, being, a man carrying a baby and the baby eating the candy bar. Soon, the uncle pulls up and men find you that no English. So what we see, the uncle does, doesn't know what to say. He doesn't know what to do other than to take out his wallet and give him the money. Now, the story doesn't tell us exactly what the conversation was, but I'm pretty sure this bad person pulled out a knife and said, it's the baby or your money. Soon enough, there was an exchange, and finally the uncle was able to take back his nephew back to his sister, back to mom. Baby unharmed, but the poor baby was smeared with chocolate all over his face. <clears throat> you know, kids, um, back in creation, our human race was taken hostage, and that um, by Satan, and he plagued this world with something that is called sin. Between Satan and God was us, the human race. Um, but then came Jesus. But he paid that ransom for us for money. He didn't pay with money. He didn't pay with gold. He didn't pay with diamonds. He paid it with his life, with his own blood. Jesus knew that he had to give everything. He left heaven. He left his throne. And he became a baby to save us from the, to pay us to pay the sin, to pay the ransom um, for, the, for all of our, for the human race. You know, um, the lesson that I learned from this was that, that God has a purpose for everyone. The Bible says us that he knows us even before we were created, right? And then number two, God gave everything to save you and me and humanity, right? He gave us his only son, like John 3.16, excuse me, John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So whoever believes in him shall not perish and have everlasting life. I'm thankful for God for taking care of me. If you haven't figured out the story, the baby was actually me. Um, I wouldn't be telling you the story, but I'm very grateful that um, God has protected us. Thank you. That's our story, kids. Thank you.
you're listening.